0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, local experts on the biggest
1: stories.
2: You are Locked On Vikings, your daily
1: Minnesota Vikings podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Vikings, on the Locked On Podcast Network, Sam Ekstrom, Sage Rosenfels, a Friday show, Frigid Day in the Twin Cities, one degree outside, but we're going to heat it up here, talking some off-season football. Sage, you have been afflicted with the flu. Uh, my condolences. I think you're coming around. Have you ever had to play through an illness? And I know you don't, you don't get sick very often, but did you ever have to battle through something in a game?
0: That's a good question. Um, yeah, I'm sure I, I did uh, multiple times. I know one time I was so sick for even a preseason game, I took a tort-all shot to get through a preseason game to make myself feel better. Looking back, that was probably a terrible decision uh, to do that. But I felt better, you know, during the game than after the game, like it all hit me again. So that was probably the, the time I remember being sick. I was just discussing with my teenage daughter the other day. She was born right in the middle of training camp uh, uh, during the preseason, actually the night before a preseason game. So I got absolutely no sleep uh, and went right to the preseason game, uh, you know, about, I don't know, maybe uh, 12 hours after she was born, getting no sleep, and then uh, played for a half of a preseason game. So that wasn't uh, – I probably didn't feel the best at that point, and uh, I'm sure I crashed after that game too. So, uh, yeah, there's athletes you you do find ways to fight through. I think I think Michael Jordan is the all-time you know fought through a sickness or illness uh, and played great in a NBA playoff game against the Utah Jazz. Hopefully, I can make it through this podcast. Not quite the pressure or the physical scenario of Jordan. Back in the, well, I think the late, probably the mid to late 90s.
1: You might need to get in the ice bath after this one. <laughs> Do some cupping exercises to help your muscles heal. Was that a thing in your playing? Uh, way, cupping? Yeah, I
0: think it was just, I was just coming out. You know who was uh, really big into all the new stuff was Brian Robeson. He was really yeah. big into all the, yep. you know, this rock tape stuff. This The, the tape that people put on their their muscles and their lower back and their arms and wherever they have an injury. He was like one of the first ones I ever saw do that. He was always sort of on the cutting edge of what people are, are doing to, you know, rehab their bodies and and stay fresh and, and uh, help recover from injuries.
1: Yeah, I definitely see Robison with the, the big circular welts on his back all the time. And you know who else does that is Terrence Newman. So you got a couple guys playing deep into their 30s. Maybe there's something to this cupping business. We'll see if that can make my podcasting career last a little bit longer but uh, you, you watch an Olympics at all
0: I am uh, you know I, I was I've never been a big figure skating person I don't you know I think it's because uh, you never really see anything new for the most part I mean if, if you watched figure skating from 12 years ago you're pretty much gonna see the same tricks and things from now so I, I for some reason and I think the fact that it's sort of an art and it's sort of judged uh, and it's not like you know, this person is, is better than that person. It's, it's a, I think, sort of an ambiguous, um, you know, point of view based off of a, a judge. Uh, that, some, for some reason, bothers me. But I love the downhill skiing. That's probably my favorite, which I will be doing early next week out in Colorado. Um, and what I actually like the curling. I think the curling is great. I've never love killed before in my life. I, I really want to try that sometime. Yeah. Maybe next time in Minneapolis I'll head over. I, is there one in... Chaska, maybe and in St. Paul, I think there might yeah, be a couple Saint,
1: curling. St. Paul has a couple. They've got Frogtown and they've got like the Saint Paul Curling Club. And I was I was actually having the same thought as you. I thought this would be so much fun. I'm gonna look up the, the prices. And for I guess curling's popular because they're like public ice time is really limited. It's decently costly. Like they, they ask you to put a $350 deposit down just to rent the ice. I don't know if that's like refundable, but
0: so, so I always, I, one time said curling is, is, uh, is bowling for rich people.
1: That's basically what <laughs> <laughs> curling is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well put. It's fascinating strategy though. If, it,
0: if you can do it with the beer in your hand and it doesn't really take a lot of physical, you know, activity and you're sort of rolling something down it's sort of bowling for rich people.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's kind of got that yard game kind of feel to it, except you can never play it in your yard because who has a sheet of ice out there, but I love the curling. Um, I was going to ask you about the skiing. I know you're a big skier. Do you think you could make it down the hill regardless of time without falling? Oh,
0: uh, yeah. I, yeah. I'm, I'm a I'm a pretty decent skier. Okay. Um, I, I, you know, probably at three or four times the time, uh, that these people are, are getting down the hills. But, uh, yeah, although, I mean, especially if it's groomed, like those are all groomed, I can make down anything that's groomed no matter how steep it is. So, um, yes, I could, I could do that. It, it is fun to watch, you know, in the, the, the airtime that they get. And they're, you know, they're trying not to get airtime because it actually slows them down. I believe Lindsay Vaughn skis today. She's probably skiing right now. And uh, we'll watch it tonight, but I believe she skis today, so I'm sure I'll be I'll be watching that this evening.
1: Nice. Yeah, I missed everything yesterday, so I don't know if there was any big development, but I know I know Michaela Schifrin's going for a couple more gold. I really like the Olympics right now. I'm I'm kinda with you on everything. I don't really like the subjective sports necessarily where you don't really know how the judges feel about it. All you know is that they they did a bunch of tricks and and it looked cool to you, but who knows what the judges saw. What's happening in football now? I guess there's uh, A.J. McCarron had a grievance. What Do you know anything about that? I
0: don't know the exact details of it all, but I believe it had something to do with that failed trade from earlier this year. Uh, so he is now uh, a free agent. You sort of wonder what's going to happen with him. I'm not a huge A.J. McCarron fan. I think he is probably one of the better uh, you know, top 32 quarterbacks in the league, though I believe he's down – you know, somewhere near the end, a, a, one of the best backups slash, you know, worst starters. He doesn't have a big arm. Uh, he's pretty accurate, but not, you know, supremely accurate. He's not a great athlete. You know, he's one of those guys, he's, I think he's a good quarterback. Uh, he's a, looks like, seems like a smart player by the way he plays. Um, and, but yeah, I, I just don't know, you know, he's, not, I don't think he's going to get huge money. Um, and, and, you know, I think he's maybe, maybe one of those sort of, uh, um, Mike Glennon type of contracts maybe mm-hmm. where he'll get you know maybe a lot in the first year and then we'll you know, we'll see how it goes after that he just hasn't played that much uh, uh, and he hasn't and the, and with, with what he's played it wasn't like he blew people out of the water like Jimmy Garoppolo
1: yeah I know he he did get that playoff game start a couple of years back when the Bengals blew it against the Steelers but other than that he hasn't played a whole lot other than that year.
2: masterclass or at least your time at home com slash PER is offering 15% off if you missed any of those go to com slash offers that's lockdownpodcast.com slash offers thank you very much for tuning in to lockdown podcast network we hope to be here for you to give you a relief and a respite from all the other news and thanks very much be safe and practice your social distancing
1: I know there was a leak yesterday and who knows what Leaks mean at all, but someone was connecting McCarron to the Vikings, maybe as a backup. But if it's going to be Glennon money, then I'm out. You know, no, no chance I'm going to pay that to AJ McCarron. There were some other free agents that I'm I'm just glancing through, kind of the bigger names, and I'm curious how you would feel. Let's say that Le'Veon Bell said, "I'm leaving Pittsburgh. I'm, I'm a free agent." But do you think he's the most valuable back in football? Like, what do you think a team would pay Le'Veon
2: Bell?
0: I, I don't know. He's incredible. I mean, he's a great player. The the, the concern always for running backs is how, you know, if you're signed to a five-year deal, how are they going to be in years four and five? They just almost always seem to shut down around 30 years old. They just take such a beating. You know, you run the ball, they get they have about five or six guys and I'm tackling them. They take a lot of direct hits to, you know, the upper body and to the legs and to the knees. You know, on, on protection plays, they're taking on linebackers and even like sometimes defensive ends. Uh, and that's a physical, uh, you blow to the body. And you know, they catch the ball in the backfield. Um, it is just a, a position that doesn't usually last very long. And, and a lot of times, the, the running backs their best years in, in the early half of their career. You know, really the, the year drafted right out of college, those first five or six years. But um, he's so talented, I think he's going to be one of those guys who probably plays into his you know early thirties. Uh, he's exceptional. I actually have concerns with him, uh, of you know, sort of his, uh, you know, off the field know type of personality you know mm-hmm. he's been sort of dis just dis, you know, a disgruntled you know type of player in, in pittsburgh and i just those types of guys seem to you know, always have a bad influence on on a team and and uh and i think it affected the steelers this year um i'm not saying that athletes should be able to you know speak their mind and and those types of things but uh, i don't like it when they publicly you know talk about contracts and i mean he was talking about that you know, before the playoff game against the Jacksonville Jaguars, at about you know about his contract yeah. and things. I just don't think that's a good idea at all. I actually think it it takes money out of their own pocket. Uh, but he'll be paid a lot of money by somebody. I just don't think you know he's a guy that uh, ends up being on a you know championship caliber team. Uh, I think he just has a, a slight negative influence about him, you know, because he's you know always talking about money.
1: Basically, threatened to retire if the Steelers decide to franchise him again, which is. I guess a leverage tactic. I don't know if you'd go through with that, but I'll tell you what. If he kept his act together and he stayed durable, which I feel like he's kind of kind of a durable back. Like he's not going to wear down like like an Adrian Peterson or a Marshawn Lynch, you know, with their size. He's got such a good head start on so many of these great backs. Like he's already got 5300 yards in his career, 3000-yard seasons and he's 25. Now, I don't think there's going to be an Emmett Smith that comes around again and is allowed to basically just chew up snaps until he's like, you know, late 30s. But Bell could be in the top 10 all-time yardage backs if he continues playing at this level because he's, he's lapping the field. I, I'm guessing he set some records of like fastest to 5,000 yards or something because he's so young still.
0: Yeah, he's an exceptional, exceptional player, and and really can do it all. He's one of the few sort of premier backs. Guys like him and Todd Gurley uh, with the Rams, they can you know really, they're really franchise running backs, and you don't see those very often anymore. But uh, those guys are franchise backs, and and we'll, you know we'll see what happens to him. He, I I would be surprised if he left Pittsburgh, but you, you just never know.
1: So your guy Paul Allen yesterday, who is known to drop nuggets now and then, dropped a nugget that. Nate Solder, the left tackle for New England, might be a person the Vikings might be pursuing in free agency. 29 years old, left tackle, and PA speculated that they might move Reef to right tackle and move Remmers permanently to guard if this were the case. What do you think of that?
0: I think that would be huge. I mean, the Vikings have um, you know, enough cap space to do that. I'm a big believer in paying a lot of money for offensive line. I think that they make quarterbacks better, receivers better, running backs, tight ends better. Uh, and if you don't have a you know top notch offensive line, uh, all the money you pay all the rest of those skill position players is meaningless. And so I'm all about you know they you can see the big difference the Vikings made from 2016 to 2017 with all the money they put in their offensive line. It was a huge upgrade. Uh, I think they continue to add you know pieces to that puzzle. Uh, make it a top five line in the league, and I think it'll make everybody else on the team better, including the defense. It'll make the defense even better uh, as they'll be able to run the ball and, and and convert on third downs and have pass protection and keep that defense off the field.
1: Yeah, anybody that's been uh, a player under Patriots offensive line coach Skarniecki, I feel like they're going to be technically sound. And I feel like the Vikings have sort of chosen Mike Remmers as the Joe Berger replacement. Berger's probably going to retire. His contract is up. He's he's said as much that he's this is probably it for him. Solder at left, move Reef back to right where he has played before, and then Remmers to, to guard. Then you've got Elf line at center, you know, for the next X number of years, and then you've really only got one opening. You've just gotten probably a competition at one of the guard spots with whether it's Easton or Searles or, you know, some of those younger guys, four out of five, that would be a solid line for the Vikings. So, you know, maybe the big investment comes in the offensive line in free agency. I don't think people really labeled that as the spot where the Vikings would attack big money. But, hey, if Solder is interested. In
0: the draft, it seems like nowadays you can find these guys. I mean, look at look at the Vikings receivers uh, with Diggs and Thielen. You can find uh, if, if you if you really do your homework and, and, and choose wisely, you can find some studs in the fifth, sixth, seventh round, even undrafted guys. Um, and you know if you can find those guys late, uh, you can spend your resources, whether it's draft picks or, or free agent money or whatever, uh, you know, along those lines. And I, I think Zimmer's really understanding. Uh, you know, you look at these the the teams that made it to the championship games. Uh, you know, is it really all about those lines? I mean, the Eagles had a fantastic line. Uh, the Patriots have always had a great offensive line with Scarnecchia, uh, who I think is I think is the greatest offensive line coach in the history of the game. Uh, and, uh, and, and you know, the, and the Jacksonville Jaguars really good offensive line and great defensive line. So I think you start everything now, spending a lot more money on your lines uh, and not as much money on all those skill position players.
1: Here's a guy that I'm almost positive the Vikings aren't going to dump money into, but Jimmy Graham is on the market. 31 years old already. He made $10 million last year. Jimmy Graham. Now, again, the Vikings aren't going to dump a lot of money into tight end right now, but what do you think about Graham, and and do you think he'll get paid by somebody?
0: Well, I think he'll get paid pretty well, but not, not $10 million. I mean, he was a premier tight end just a few years ago. And, you know, he was just a matchup problem because he could run like a wide receiver. He could go up like Kyle Rudolph and catch the ball. Uh, you know, high point type of guy, red zone uh, guy. But, uh, you know, as you get older, you start to lose that speed a little bit. And I, and I think the Vikings, you know, I, I still love Rudy. I think he's got plenty of years left. But I think uh, uh, if they're going to you know, chase another tight end, uh, they need to get a guy who's a burner, you know, one of those sort of tight end receiver mixes uh, who can you know, stretch the field vertically. I think that is something that you know, Rudolph isn't great at. He does get down the seam pretty well, uh, but if they have a little more of a playmaking tight end, uh, I think that would be an added value at that position.
1: Yeah, the Vikings have tried over the years to get more of an athletic burner tight end, and for whatever reason, maybe they can't run routes, they can't block. They, they've struggled to, to land somebody. They've had about three guys come through the last four years or so. None of them have worked out. Uh, we'll see if they go that route this off season. I think we'll just kind of keep doing it this way, Sage. We'll keep going, maybe three at a time, free agents, and evaluating them. Some of those bigger names, and, and see if we can get familiar with the free agent class leading up to uh, free agency in early March. Obviously, after that, we'll pivot to the draft. But have fun skiing next week. Maybe we'll talk to you at some point. Hopefully, sounds good. All right, he Sage Rosenfels. I'm Sam Ekstrom. It's Locked On Vikings, lockedonvikings.com, and it's the Locked On Podcast Network.